Promotional consideration paid for by the following. The event movie of the year everyone is talking about. You're just a virus. You're not real. I'm your mother, stupid. A group of people that think the whole world is trapped in a computer. We can't get out! Hurry! Stick your hard disk inside my drive! I can't! My hard disk crashed! Reboot it! The mainframe. What happens when five college students take LSD and discover the truth? Ah! Your face is a big pixel! And they have to make the decision of their lives. What's it gonna be? Yes or no? One or zero? The mainframe. It's real. The mainframe! Coming to theaters this Friday. Rated PS for pretty stupid. Shut up and sit down. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Third Shift. It is episode 385, and I, of course, am one of your hosts, Mr. Eric. He's here today, as he usually most often is, and with him is another individual, and his name is the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt. He's here. We're having a good time. It's the middle of tax time. What do you know? What are you doing? Matt, What are you, what's going on? How's the week been? It's been a flash. Flash. It has been a flash, and it, it, it's funny, you know, hearing you talk about tax time because I'm not really involved in that anymore. But I feel like because everybody is at least tangentially related to it, I feel like it's just been a weird week. It's just like a funk week. You know, everybody I talk to is gone, and the people who are left are grumpy people. So I'm just like, oh, I go to work. Come home. What do I want to do? I don't know. Nothing. I don't even want to play Baldur's Gate because it's something I talked about before and something I'll talk about later. Oh, but over the weekend, did go to the Wharton Center, saw Mamma Mia, which was great. You know, I've seen it a bunch of times. It's apparently the 25th anniversary of that show, which doesn't seem right, but at the same time, how would I know? But it was a great show. I've seen it a couple times. Everybody's seen the movie, you know, all that stuff. I really enjoy the stage show. And this one, the main girl, like the young girl, the daughter, was phenomenal. She was great. She was gorgeous. She was talented. But like even in her dancing, which isn't, you know, the point of the show. And whenever she's dancing and she's like in a group in the back in, you know, a whole bunch of other people, her dancing was so spot on. She was hitting it. It was like, boom, boom, boom. This is the best dancing I've seen in a long time on the stage. And I've been to see some dancing, you know, the rest of the course is doing fine, you know, but she like stood out. She's great. I hope to see her in more shows. The rest of the show, really great. I'll mention it because it was one of the first things mom said to me after we were done. Again, some technical issues. Whoever the old man is on the board who has the slow finger to go from one mic to the other mic, or it's time for him to say his line, I'm going to activate his microphone. You got to replace that man with somebody with fast fingers because it didn't detract overall from the show. But when... You're sitting there, and two characters are having a conversation. And character A says, Hey, character B, how about it, how about it, how And character B starts moving his lips, and you hear, You can't do that. You can't do that. And for every year other than this one, and like a couple of the shows from last year that I've mentioned it on, it's never happened here. Never, ever. Never, ever. So I don't know what's new. I don't know what's going on. But they got to fix it. But otherwise, show is great. Especially that actress, she was phenomenal. Singing, dancing, woo, a great show. Very, uh, no, not very next day, that night. 
hey, want to hang out with our buddy, James, Shay, Tina, and Al? It feels weird because we don't do it often. We usually do a fire at James's place or nothing, but it was just a basement hang. Obviously, it's the middle of winter, weather's crappy, you can't do a fire. We're just chilling in the basement, having some beers, having some laughs, just talking about this, that, and everything. We talked about like a ton of video games that night, so it felt like a, a unique thing. Usually, somebody's on about movies, or somebody's on about their job, or this or that. Just a nice, chill hang with everybody. Felt really good. So that was nice. Very next day, went to the, what is it, Lansing First Presbyterian is where they have it. Lansing Symphony Orchestra, chamber concert, violin, viola, cello, and piano. Great show. <laughs> Only downside was uh, I was out way too late the previous night because of the basement hang. I was doing one of these, oh, not falling asleep, not actually nodding, but like you do that really long blink, and then your inner brain goes, whoa, what are you doing? Don't fall asleep. So it was a lot of that. But great music, but it was, you know, classical music is soothing music. So when you're in a mood to be soothed, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, okay, no, hang on. I got to, like, put my tongue between my teeth. I got to sit real weird, you know, so I'm less comfortable. But a great show overall, a great weekend overall. And on the video game front, the only thing that I've played this week, this weekend, this anything, is Baldur's Gate 3. And my only issues with it and why I haven't beaten it and why I haven't played more of it, because normally I play it every day, but this past week, I've just been like, man, there's so much left to do. There's so many things in this dang city. Like I said, it feels like Act 1 and 2, that content and more, is now here in Act 3. And every quest you go on is enormously long. You gotta go to two, three, four places. And in this big city map, like every place you go, it's like a big giant building. Boom, here's this thing. And each one of those has like one to two quests in it. And the last time I played, not today when I did get it, I got a bunch of stuff in last night and tonight, and it was great. I had a lot of fun. But before that point, I'd rock up on this building. You know, the fog of war would go off the map. Oh, hey, here's a building. And I'd go, what am I going to find in here? Oh, yeah, okay. It's a big quest. Okay, yeah, go back to the other place. Go back over here. Oh, talk to the guy who I'm already in the middle of a quest for, but now I got to do this with him too. Ah, oh, gee. Ah. I, I texted Eric this. One night I did two quests and it took all night. All night. And I'm not saying the quests are bad. I'm not saying they're uninteresting. I'm not saying the characters aren't great. I'm not saying there isn't cool interactions and cool battles because all that is still there. But it just. Sometimes just takes so long to get stuff done. But I feel like right now I'm starting to turn the corner. Because today, like on my lunch break and a little bit before and after work and some last night, I started hitting some of the big quests. Because I went, okay, well, I'm down here. Here's where that big quest is. I'm not going back this way. I'm not going up. I'm not going left. I'm just going to do this. And one of them, which I assumed would be huge, you go in. There's a room with some dudes. One guy goes, I'm the big bad dude. What do you want to do about it? And I went, well, I'm just going to punch you with my monkly fists. And I punched the crap out of him. And they went, hey, here's a bunch of loot. Hey, go talk to this cool character over there. You did it. Now, this is obviously tied into another part of this big cult type thing. But the piece that I thought was going to be another giant chunk before I got to the secondary giant chunk went like that. And I went, oh, yay. 
this is what I want. Oh, let me go into my quest journal, though, because I'm sure I'm going to have 10,000 quests. There's like four. If you don't count the companion stuff, because I still have some companion quests I got to do. But I was like, oh, only, oh, oh, only four things. Oh, I just got another character. He has a bunch of stuff to say. No, 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 we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, you interact with this other character. No, 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 we're not going to do that. I'm down to four quests and then like my two character quests in the city. Then I'm going to be done. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And if some of these four are as easy as that last one was, oh boy. So I have the itch right now, which sucks because now I have to tomorrow get on a plane and fly and then be on a boat for four days and then fly back. So I can't play anymore after tonight. But I, I feel like I was down in the ditch and I shot right back up. But now I can't continue on the rocket ship up that I want. But it's a great game. Having a great time with it. What about you, Eric? Hey, tell me about your great week. No, it's not been a great week, everybody. Sorry. We're doing taxing. <clears throat> and what's crazy is we started this last weekend. So I come in Saturday night and the boss keeps texting us, uh, us, us night shifts and kept going, don't, don't come in. It's not going to be anything. Then he texts us, no, actually do come in. We think it's going to be some. Then he texts us, I don't think it's going to be anything. Probably don't come in. And then he texts again, no, I'm going to be optimistic. Come on in. So the very first night was just a roller coaster of, you know, coming in. You're not coming. You're going to come in. You're not going to come in. You're not going to come in. So that sucked already. And at the end of it, he ends up just saying, come in. We came in. Nothing. Nothing was ready. Nothing was done. Everything was messed up. So we just took care of some, you know, email side of things, wrapped up some uh, daily work stuff. I spent like four hours there for no reason. Went home. Okay. Well, that sucked. Tomorrow, surely everything will be fixed. We'll be all right. I get a text halfway through the day. Uh, don't come in. There's going to be nothing here. It's all screwed up till Monday. Instantly, that sucked big time. Because now I have to stay up all night because you know, I don't want to reverse and reverse. You know, right the day. So like, well, that's going to be the weirdest thing ever, sitting in my chair all night in my basement. I, I don't do that, you know, because I'm a grown man who goes to bed and stuff like normal people do. So I had to do that. Which wasn't all bad, and I'll tell you what I did with that day in a moment. So, come in the next night, and it's still hosed up. We're just getting going. Which means we're now also working next weekend. So, I'm getting three weeks of work with no day off. And we haven't done that since my first couple years at this place. When we used to have so much mail, it was just insanity. And that was 11 years ago, you know. So I'm, I'm a lot older, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I don't like the sound of it, and neither does anybody else, which I was telling Matt off air, and they're all grumpy and just madder and mad. And if you know me, I put on a facade. So I get in there, and I'm still pleasant, and I'll be amicable and whistle and laugh, but they don't. We got people in there that are just not hiding it at all, which makes it even worse. Because now you're just with people who are grumpy and miserable and all they got is negative stuff to say. Ain't nobody saying anything positive. So it's even worse. It's just a miserable place to be. Yuck. It's terrible. So yes, I'm not in the greatest of moods, not having the breastest of times. I'm waking up with headaches basically every day just because I know I'm working and working. And when you got nothing to look forward to, which is untrue, but it's true right now because of the perception of everything, it's, it's just a bad place to be. But I did fight through some of this aggravation. I have played a video game. 
Actually, I've played two, and I've actually managed to get in a few runs while this is all going on, so I haven't abandoned the exercise completely, which I typically do during this time. So that has helped me out a little bit. And the games I played that night basically was the gist of it, but I've gotten a little more time. Is, of course, Alan Wake 2, Final Draft. And I've been keeping everybody up to, up to date on, you know, like it, it, what's changed in the second way. There ain't enough changing. All right, everybody, unless you really love this game, don't play it again. Just go watch the second true ending. Um, there, like I said, it, I've gotten a couple more little TV uh, sections that are new and fresh that weren't in the original. And the only other thing I've noticed, Ati is not doing anything new or different that I can recollect, which I thought for sure he'd be the one that would be in on it. Mr. Door has a couple extra little things going on, which makes sense because he's in the Night Springs that's coming up DLC. So a little bit different there. And the only other character that's doing anything different that I know, I think, and I'm not even 100% on this, but I don't remember this at all, which is um, the sheriff who's in the, the goes with you into the dark place. His board always had the same crap on it for the most part. It didn't really change very much. This time, it's got a ton of stuff on it. So if you keep finding him, he's got way more notes all about... He actually finds out who Mr. Door is and where he came from and what's going on. And I don't remember that in the original. Is that the guy who had the whiteboard? And yeah. you find him like in that yeah, closet? Yeah, you find him okay, and he's yeah, whistling, okay. you know, doing yeah, his little yeah, weird yeah. hum like Ati does, but a different one. Yeah, his board now goes nuts with all sorts of crazy facts and things going on. And I don't remember that. And like I said... Throughout the entire first playthrough, I don't think he ever really did anything or said much or anything besides like a, a one-liner to Alan when you came in. But now he's like, oh, yeah, I figured it out. Mr. Door, I think, is from he comes from this place and does this and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I also met this person, and I think it might be related to this. And then on top of that, there's a whole new um, TV thing of um, – oh, what's I just saw it the other night. The doctor from Control. Dr. Darling. Darling, Yes. He's got a brand new thing, and he's stuck in some kind of weird plane, dimensional, dark place. And, and it's so cool and meta because he has this little radio. You know, he's always doing some funky weird thing. And it comes into play, and it's just Alan doing one of his narrative, you know, I'm stuck here, and i gotta got to get out of the loop. And, and he's like, oh, is he the dreamer? But he sounds like me. Am I the dreamer? Oh, it was this huge, long thing. So a couple new things are coming in. But overall, the game is exactly the same as the first time you play it. There's nothing changing. You're just better off, honestly, going to YouTube, putting in Alan Wake 2, Final Draft, all new TV scenes, and Final Ending. Call it a day. Because it's like 20 hours to beat this game. So it's not. I don't think it's worth it unless you're a diehard. I played through Control two times. So why the hell not? I'm already more than half. I'm like three-fourths of the way through. So you know I'm going to finish it up. And then I can say I played Alan Wake 2 two times as well. We'll call it there, but I am having a good time with it, but I am starting to go, okay, I should be doing other things now. I got to gotta try to wrap this up, so I'm going to do that hopefully within the next week because we got some games coming out that I want to play, and before we get to that, I did play one other thing. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, popped it in on a whim. It was one of those things that was going off the almost off the bar again, so I went, no, we got to bring that back. I got to finish that DLC. As soon as I popped in, I get a phone call from Pan Am. And Pan Am goes, hey, I really want to hang out. Let's go on a date. I went, awesome. I get to go see Pan Am again. So sure enough, 
we meet up at my place and we, you know, we're dancing, we drink beers, do all sorts of cool stuff, have a bunch of conversations because you can interact with, of course, your apartment. And every time you do, she comes and has a special, you know, interaction with you and that thing. So I stand by the window, she comes and remarks about Night City. Same thing with the shower, same thing with food, you know, everything. So we had a whole thing, did a dance. And when you go to dance, the song from Edge Runner comes on, you know, the famous one that everybody loves. So that comes on, and Pan Am's just rocking it out, dancing all over the place, and you're doing this stupid thing, and you're just like this. You can't see my hands, but literally the whole time, you're just kind of like wiggling your body and shaking your hands, and it looks ridiculous, but it was really cool. Had a great time with it. Doing like a Commander Shepard dance? Yes. Like the worst dance The worst dance ever. Do. You, that's what you're yeah. doing. So it has to be intentional that you just do it, because it was silly. But of course, Pan Am, she was having fun rocking out. And uh, it was just good. It was just fun. I did that, and then uh, I got out of there, and I didn't have a lot of time. I was literally just putting the game in to get it you know, off so it didn't fall off the record. And then I went out, and I said, you know what I never do? I never, I never just kill people. So I started just murdering townsfolk. Police started showing up. I started murdering police. I got it to the point where the elite troops are dropping in. I'm murdering them, too. I'm murdering. I'm mur- I murdered Night City, and then I shut it off. And I was like, okay, well, that's neat. Because I just don't do that. I live like a real human when I'm playing that game. I mind my business. I stay in my lane when I'm driving. I don't hit people. I don't shoot randomly. I don't throw a grenade. You know, I don't do anything that would get me put in jail like I would in real life. So it was just kind of different to go nuts and actually just start murdering people and go crazy. I know I've told you this story ages ago, but I don't know if I told the people. But that mission where you get abducted and you wake up like, oh, your kidney's missing. You wake up naked in the organ factory. Mm-hmm. And I, I just... Never put my clothes back on, and I took the one sword and I just ran down the street and found that dude and hacked him up and then took his body and threw it off an overpass and started all this chaos. And I was like, just like you, this is so cathartic right now because I never do this, mm-hmm. never ever in this game. But I, I did it once, you know, and reload the save and all, you know, yeah. so I'm not completely screwed. But it was just great. It just felt good. Mm-hmm. It sure did. It did feel really good. And it was great to pop it on and go, oh, yeah, this was something awesome I was playing and completely dropped off of for the million other games I've been playing. So that's it. That's been my gaming week. That's been my work week. As I just told you, unfortunately, I'm going into a whole nother week of this mess. So next week, who knows? I'll probably be just a train wreck of a human being. Or maybe I'll be excited because I'll actually finally be coming up on a real weekend, which I feel bad for because buddies, they wanted to do D&D, but I'm not going to be able to do it because that's going to be the first week and I have off in three weeks. And uh, no, I'm going to be sitting right here and no one's talking to me. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel bad now for the topic that I chose because I was, was, you know, we said it. Eric's had a funky week. I've had a funky week, even though I haven't had to work nearly as hard as Eric has. But I'm just like, man... Okay, well, I got one video game release I could do, but I can't say anything about it because it's a game that I'm going to have to play. And, oh, yeah, it comes out in two days. And then four days after that, another game comes out. And three days after that, another one comes out. So the topic of the day, the week, the the short show that we're going to do is, what the hell is the plan, Eric? What in the world... Can we possibly do? And I told you this before, you know, I told you this off air, and I said, I have to beat Baldur's Gate 3 before my cruise because that's when stuff starts popping. I come back on Tuesday next week. Mm-hmm. With it all there. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth will have been out the very next day. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, the deluxe edition where I get to play three days early, that comes out. 
three days after that, Persona 3 Reload comes out. I can't beat Baldur's Gate 3, so I'm going to come back in the morass of four games that I have to play. One that's almost done, and three fresh ones just sitting, just waiting. And I went, what the hell am I supposed to do? And I know Eric's got even another game on his pile, because he doesn't have Suicide Squad, but he's got another thing. Eric, what the hell are we going to do? What are you going to try and do, at least? So, as gamers, you all know the deal when this kind of thing happens. You have to prioritize, you have to, you know, make a game plan. And I've been thinking about it while I'm at work a little bit. Obviously, I'm really in a bad spot right now because I'm doing the tax and I work overnights. And if you've ever worked overnights, you know that it really messes with any available time because you basically sleep just because you're trying to keep functional for your job. So the time is really screwing me here because the original plan, and it's still going to probably just stay the same because I don't really have an option, is Infinite Wealth's going to hit. I'm immediately going to start digging into that. I will play Alan Wake 2 on the off moments for the first, you know, that first week that it's just Infinite Wealth and not anything else. So I'm going to play Infinite Wealth on the main drop, but whenever I've got like short stunts, I'm going to hop into Alan Wake and then try to chip away at that. Hopefully, since I already told you I'm three-fourths of the way through Alan Wake, I can speed the process up and finish it by the end of the first week of having Infinite Wealth. So I'll be a little bit of ways in Infinite Wealth. I'll finish Alan Wake 2, put that one on the back burner. I told you I got Cyberpunk. Unfortunately, I've got to keep it on the rack, but I'm not going to even try right now with it because after that first week, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink hits. And I went, okay, well, that's another huge RPG. I'm thinking right now I'm going to get it, but it's going to sit. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to spend that next week only playing as much as I can of, of course, Infinite Wealth. And then the next week is when Persona 3 Relink, or whatever it is, Reloaded hits. And at that point, I think I'm going to have to put Infinite Wealth down, and that's going to become the little piecemeal RPG while I start to mainline Persona 3. Because I don't think I'm going to be able to wait on Persona 3. Now, here's what I'm hoping happens, and I hate to say this, but I'm actually hoping for it. Because me and Matt both got the big collector's edition with all the cool stuff. I'm hoping that it's going to become an issue and it's going to take weeks for it to get to me. Because then that'll give me weeks more of just playing Infinite Wealth. In which case, it's possible, not probable, that I could get at least somewhat towards the end of that game. To the point where when I do start piecemealing it, it isn't a big deal. Because I'll be at the point at the end of the game where it's probably just a bunch of boss fights, grinding to get to the point where you can do it. You know, it's a, a piecemealable time instead of getting into big chunks of story. And then I start to, what was I doing? Oh, oh that's right. He did this. and then did that. I hope that I don't get to that point. And I hope it's just the end game that I piecemeal while I'm mainlining Persona 3. And then once those two are done, that's when I hope to go back to Grand Blue but of course, by time, realistically, those are both B, we're going to be on the whole next section of games that I've got on my list coming out that I want to play. So right now, I don't know where Grand Blue fits, but I, I'm not letting this one slip. It's not happening. So I got to figure out how I'm going to fit that one in. But for the two main lines, that's the plan right now. I 100% agree with you. I double-checked my Amazon you know, orders page for that Persona 3 Reload Collector's Edition. It says... We'll let you know when it'll be available. Delivery date pending or whatever it said. And I went, please, for the love of God, 
be delayed by a month or two. Not that I don't want to play it, but just get away. Get away from everything. Because especially now, I mean, I just said it. I come back from my cruise, Baldur's Gate 3, I'm on the doorstep of it. And this can't be like a Xenogears-type game, because if I start playing Infinite Wealth, unless there's some stopping point in that game, like there was in Like a Dragon, I won't stop playing it. So if I tell myself, well, I'll start playing Like a Dragon, and then I'll piecemeal through the rest of Baldur's Gate, it's not going to happen, because something is going to hook me in that, especially you know if you start playing as Ichiban, and then you start playing as Kiryu, well, I'm not going to stop playing as Kiryu, no matter what happens there. So I know, especially if I hit that point, it's over. And then I'll go, well, should I play Baldur's Gate 3? Oh, I'm at the end. I got so much stuff I got to do. I got to remember how to do this. It'll never happen. So for me, as soon as I get home, as soon as I land, I have to beat Baldur's Gate 3 as fast as humanly possible. And Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, since it's action-based, since it's a shooter, that can just be the side burner, the back burner game. Oh, man, I don't have time for a bunch of story. I got like an hour or two. Okay. Boom. I'm jumping in. I'm shooting some bad dudes. I'm shooting some superheroes. I'm doing whatever in that game. That can just be the fun, play it, not set it and forget it, but play it in the background type of game. Because I guarantee that's not going to take a multitude of hours. But as soon as Baldur's Gate 3 is done, Infinite Wealth has to happen. So Persona 3 Reload has got to get out of here somehow. And I know I told you off air, hey man, if that collector's edition gets delayed, I'm just going to have to play it on Game Pass. But it can't, because then I'll have too much. It'll be too much. Unless I literally haven't touched Infinite Wealth, because Baldur's Gate 3 is going on so long, then it could be a possible Persona 3 before Infinite Wealth, but I don't want it to be, but they're too close. My two loves, Persona and Yakuza. I can't I can't deal with both of those. It, it's not possible. Yeah. And I'm trying to stay spoiler-free on Yakuza, or not Yakuza, like a dragon, too. But I can tell you the reviews are all coming in hot everyone's loving it so that even makes it worse because i'm like oh man this game is fire apparently (laughs) oh god i want to play it and i started watching one because i think noisy pixel had theirs come out and i made it halfway through and i went i can't risk it i can't look at the screen Mm -hmm. i can hear what he's talking about because they don't do audio spoilers or anything i was like i can't look at anything i'm just gonna stop i'm just gonna it's out it's gone media blackout completely so i'm glad to hear that people are loving it and it is getting good reviews. I mean, I knew it would, but at the same time, like you, even after Persona 3 Reload, for me, it's Banisher's Ghost of New Eden two weeks after that. And again, that's another action-y story type of game. I mean, I mean, I assume it's more action-based and maybe not as super long as some of these RPGs, but literally I don't know anything about it other than the premise and the trailers we've seen. So I don't know if this is 10 hours, 8 hours, or if it's 20 hours. And I know I'm going to love it because that studio makes awesome games. So that's another one right on the heels of some of this stuff. I can't even put it forth as a possibility. So if I'm done playing Suicide Squad and I've gotten all that stuff done inside of two weeks, which I won't because it'll be a back burner game, then I could jump on Banishers and that would work out really well. But I'm not going to be able to... That's going to be one that's got to sit, I guess. That's got to wait until I have a spot, whether it's the Suicide Squad fill-in spot, or if it just feels different enough from either Like a Dragon or Persona 3 Reload that I can can have that as the off one, I guess that's where that one's going to slot in. But I, I scroll down even further on this, and there's even more stuff. Yeah. And I know a big one's coming for you, 
A huge one, and that's the big issue is because I already told you I've got infinite wealth to get through, Persona 3 Reloaded to get through, and Grand Blue. Grand Blue is the one, like you were just talking, I just don't know where I'm fitting it. I'm going to play it. It's gorgeous. It looked great. I don't even know if I talked about playing the demo last week or not. I don't think I, I did. I think so. But I went through the demo. Beautiful game. Had such a fun time with the, uh, they give you a quest, and then they give you, well, they do the adventure little portion, then they do the quest portion. So you can go pick up some quests and just do those. And then they have like a PvP or online thing going on, which I didn't do that one. But the big thing about Grand Blue and why I'm so excited is because, as I told Matt, it has like a Monster Hunter thing going on with the quest system. So I go to the quest board and I go, oh, you know what? I want to do this quest. And it shows you the rewards for doing it. You know, fight this many monsters, kill this boss, whatever the quest is. It tells you all about it and then shows you all the rewards, whether it be items, weapons, whatever. And then you can do it solo where it gives you AI, you know, teammates to go play with, or you do it with a team. So you go online, boop, and now you're either A, you start the party, or B, you just join groups that are already forming to do this, and you go do these quests. You have fun with random people or your friends if they're all playing. You pop back out, you get a bunch of rewards for doing it, and you can just do this over and over with tons of different quests to do, just like in Monster Hunter. And that, that to me, is just fantastic. Because you know what? Nothing's funner and nothing's easier when you're just wanting to play a game and just chill than getting in there and just clicking the button and joining some rando group and then just, boom, beating the monsters, beating the boss, whatever it is, drink a beer, do it again over and over and over where and, and just having like Twitch or whatever else on the side. Those are perfect nights in my eyes. And that in an RPG form and this game allowing you to do that. And of course, with getting those things done, you'll be able to grind out, you know, weapons and just everything, levels, experience, while just having a great time instead of just grinding like, you know, out in the open world where you fall asleep because you're bored. It's a whole different way to do things. Fantastic. So like I said, I don't want to miss this one because that demo was great. But like you just said, February 29th, you've got Final Fantasy Rebirth hidden. I've got to try to finish these three RPGs in one month's time. It's not going to happen. It isn't going to happen. Infinite Wealth took me like three or four months because I went through 100 hours in that game. Persona, if we go by Persona 4, Persona 5, there's another freaking 100 hours, 80, 100 hours to play. So it's not realistic. And Rebirth is a everything goes. I'm playing Rebirth the second it comes out. That's even over Persona 3. That's getting put in. So... I'm in a crunch because, and then a few weeks after that, Dragon's Dogma 2 hits, and I'll be playing that. I don't, this, I know we got a whole year, but I already know that it's going to be filled up with other games. I, I think I had like 11 or 12 on my list, so it's wild right now. It is absolutely wild. And you're already forgetting one, but here's one that, oh God. that snuck up on me, because like I said, I scrolled down, there was more stuff. Oh, four days after Banisher's Ghost of New Eden comes out. So does Skull and Bones. Now, Skull and Bones is a total, you know, same thing with Suicide Squad. I can play that when I want to be sailing a ship, when I want to be a pirate dude. That's a total back burner game, but it's another one. Thunk, here it is. Please get delayed by like a month. Please get delayed by a month. But that would run it up against the game that you're forgetting about that drops very shortly before Dragon's Dogma 2. Actually, it's a couple weeks. Hey, you ever heard of Unicorn Overlord, Eric? Oh, yeah. That drops March 8th. Mm -hmm. So there's another tactical rpg who knows how long that's going to be i have no idea hopefully like 20 hours hopefully slim hopefully nothing but could be 40 60 80 hours who knows that's dropping in like i said i don't even know enough about it but i've been seeing 
the hype machine, the ads machine, mm-hmm. ramping up on it. And every time I see that vanillaware art style, I go, oh, yeah, feed that to me. Just feed Unicorn Overlord into my mouth. Oh, look, it's an ad for the collector's edition. Yeah, give me a giant collector's edition. When does it come out? Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. We have a year's worth of games in the first quarter alone here. It's freaking ridiculous. And then on top of that, before Dragon Dogma's two hits, but after Unicorn is a wild card, Alone in the Dark. Yep, I just saw that. And I want to play that, but if it obviously comes out and everyone's like, oh, it's hot trash, then I can go ahead and skip this one. This is the wild card. I don't know where it's going to fall yet, but if it falls into decent or better, that's another one I've got to pick up. So just in March, that's three more titles. Three. And another one, as this list that I'm on is completely running out, it's at least far enough away. But with all those RPGs front-loading, that first Q1, oh, in April, mm-hmm. by the way, Ayudin Chronicle, yeah. 100 Heroes comes out. The one I've been waiting forever on, like the one made by the Suikoden guys that I kickstarted ages ago, the official, final, actual, real one. Oh, yeah, that comes out. So everything's got to be, for me, oh, my God, wait, hang on. When is the Suikoden 1 and 2 HD remaster coming out? Doesn't that come out in Q1, or is that pushed way back? It does, but I don't know when. I thought it got pushed into Q1. Oh, jeez. Because that's one. That's two games that I have to drop everything for. Mm-hmm. Ayudin Chronicle is possibly another one. Because if it's if it hits all those sweet code and vibes, that's one that has to get... That has to go to the front of the line. Well, uh, hey, can we like get disability from Jackson? Can you like bust your leg and then drop something on me also, like on my hand so I can't type, and we can just stay home and earn money from Jackson yeah. like forever, yeah. and so we can just play all these games? That sounds great. I think we can make that work. Here's the, in the last one, Matt, and this is, I don't know where, where this falls in, is The Legend of Heroes. I told you about that. Now, the 3 and 4 are coming to PS5 February 16th. So aren't I think that's part of the old ones, right? Though that's like the 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 mainline story stuff. That's not the new one. That's supposed to have a whole new starting point, basically. If you want, right? I'm not sure, honestly. So that's got me terrified because if like four is the newest one, that's in February as well. But I think that's an older one. So that one I'll wait on. Maybe it isn't an issue. But I told you, it's your RPGs. So I mean, I need to make sure I'm playing all the good ones. And that falls into that camp if it's the brand new one that I hear you're able to actually get in on because it's a brand new, uh, brand new set of characters. You know what I mean? A way, a new place to start, basically. So who knows? I'll have to look that up. But for right now, it's a ton of crap, man. It's insane, and it goes all the way through the rest of the year. But for now, the plan is, of course, to try to smoke infinite wealth. I mean, I got to try to pull some like Eric, the old school gamer time on this bad boy and just neglect everything to play this i gotta smoke Baldur's gate 3 as soon as i get back then it's got to be infinite wealth unless persona 3 reload has already got the shipping thing hey it'll be there at the end of this week mm-hmm. then it's a toss-up i don't know i'll play the first few hours of each and see which one hooks me i guess maybe which one's grabbing you but regardless one of them has to get smoked because the other one will be coming and then everything else will be coming yeah i feel like it's going to be well, how it's been for me this past month with Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, come home, play Baldur's Gate 3, fall asleep, wake up, play Baldur's Gate 3, go to work, come home, repeat. Every weekend that I don't have something going on, it's Baldur's Gate 3 all, all weekend. It's how it's been. It'll be Infinite Wealth or Persona 3 Reload because they, they have to get played. I can't piecemeal backseat fourth seas. They, it's, it's crazy, though, how 
especially for RPG gamers like you and I, how stacked mm-hmm. Q1 is right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, we went for years without any RPGs except for like, you know, Final Fantasy every now and again. So we're living in a great world again where apparently they're coming on back. You know, they've changed. It's not, you know, turn-based like it used to be, but it's still an RPG and they're all here and I'm loving it. But I'm also hating it because now it's like, oh man, I have to play it. Whereas before a lot of games, you know, I could take it or leave it. I'd play it if, you know, I had time, but if not, I wasn't heartbroken. Whereas this year it has the possibility of me being definitely heartbroken on a lot of these games that I might end up getting thrown under the bus or just forgotten about, like so many other games that I have on my list that I haven't finished yet. Like Boulder's Gate 3 is one of them. So Look at this list. Look at this list of all those games that I said I had to get to this year. Yeah. I have to also do this. Now, Baldur's Gate 3 is on here, so that's almost done. But uh, look at all the rest of this. Yeah, and we're game. just talking about huge games. What about my indie games I said I was going to do? It's ridiculous. It's, it's bananas. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it is great, but it is terrifying and <laughs> for my wallet and for my time and for my sanity of saying I can actually get things done and get them get them completed and put in the bin. So what about you out there in podcast listener land? Are you struggling like us or do you just play Fortnite all day? Do you play one game? I know one of you at least out there is the small time indie gamer. So you got all the time to play these smaller games, but you have a wider, wider selection of stuff you're interested in. I, you know who I'm talking to when I say that. So let us know what your thoughts are. Are you are you stressed? Are you not stressed? Are you just going with the flow? Send that to us via the email, thirdshiftme@gmail.com on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme. Find us on Facebook on Third Shift. Hit the Discord, the Patreon. Hit up. Don't hit up my house because I'm going to be playing video games. I got no time to talk to you. I'm sorry. You can send me an email or a tweet or a Discord or a Patreon. I don't have time to stream because I got to play these damn games. I can't even do that. Don't even hit up the stream. Just write me a letter. I'll, see, that's that's how you do it. You write me a letter because I check my mail once a month, basically, because I get no mail. So I'll get it, and I'm like, oh, now I have free time to respond to my friend. Ho, 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 he, he. That's how it'll work. Oh, man. Yeah, don't don't uh, come over to my house either. But you can go over to Patreon, okay? You can head over there, throw a few bucks in, treat it like a little tip jar, you know, like what we're doing. Want to help us out, keep supporting the old grind? It'd be very much appreciated. Because I've got a million and one things to do and games to play. And just so you know, Sukiden 2 and the 2H, 2HD remaster is got no date. It's unannounced. It's for just this year. Marks, yes. So it's that. a bomb going to drop. Just like a million other games on this list that are bombs that are just going to drop. So if you want to help us make it through all these games, that's a oh, no. r- what a rough life. Think about it on the old Patreon. If you you say, nah, I just can't. I, you know, I, I buy too many of these hauls things that I suck on because I'm sick all the time and you're like, I just can't give them three bucks because I need to buy more hauls. I get it. I understand. It's, you got to do what you got to do. You can support us in other ways though. Right, Matt? <laughs> Hang on. Two things. Two things. One, I just I just had this horrible thought. What if they shadow drop it in the middle of a Nintendo Direct or a PlayStation thing? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, hey, remember this? It's out now. You, you ruined my whole life. But two, what I actually wanted to jump in about was what's the deal with hauls these days? Where are the square hauls? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the OG square halls. They're all lozenge shaped now. Why? Yeah, they're all ovals. Why? Because I love the I love them because then you'd like stick your tongue up in the little depression. Yeah, the little and it would, hole it would go thing, through. You'd have a little, little hole, little square lifesaver. Mm-hmm. I can give you the answer of what happened. It was for them to give you less and make you pay more because these are a lot smaller 
than the uh, square ones were. That's true. So that's that's all it was. Is they hey, it's just like the candy bars and everything else. How do we give them less? But of course, raise the price. That's how make turn them into little oval shapes. But I can still buy a pack of like seventy because I bought when I was really sick. I bought a pack of seventy for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. So you're still you're still not making any money off of me. But if you had like eight flavors of the square tubes, I would have bought all of them. Every single one. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have bought two of each. You would have got a lot more money out of me. God, I miss the squares. Maybe in some small town, they still got the little packs of halls in the squares. You know, the little thing. Maybe somewhere. Got to go up to the UP or something. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have to search for that. You know what? And if you all see those, maybe send those to us. That'll be your contribution yeah. to Third Shift. You'll just send us some of the cool old school square halls, and we'll get to talk about it and have a great time. That's the way you can support us, just like you could with mailbag questions, Discord conversations, five-star ratings on the iTunes, Spotify, all those places. And, of course, I know this is the part where you guys are, you know, your little eyes are glazed over. You're not even paying attention to me right now. You're probably thinking about what you're going to be playing. You're probably thinking about something else. But guess what? Poop. Poop. Poop on a butt. Yeah, but you're back, right? Hey, we need your help. Support us. Give us those five-star ratings. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> and I'll get you by saying, listen to the very next episode. It'll be dropping on or around the 1st of February on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, jump in the Discord because I posted up how stupid I am in the Discord. Nobody even liked it. Nobody even gave me a smile. Nobody said, hey, what a doofus. Why don't you look at the product description? Nobody said anything. I was going to, but I was uh, doing the work thing. I was at work and I was like, Matt did something in Discord. And I went, oh, it's a really cool moogle and then i put the phone back in my pocket and then you know what until you just said that i forgot you even did anything in the discord so (laughs) that's on me my fault (laughs) so until next time until i come back from my cruise and eric has worked 18 weeks straight and we're both miserable and games are raining down on our faces there's nothing else to say but Shut up and sit down. Poop on the butt.